0: Transient mic. Write, record, preserve. Rolling. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient mic. Transient Transient mic for tricks.
1: like always very encouraging to get feedback from our friends who are pretty much all musicians and so for a while that's you know who we had coming to our shows it's kind of scary too cuz you're like are they going to like it or hate it but now we're getting people we don't know and that's super exciting cuz we also want these songs to have impact in people's lives that we don't even know about so it's kind of cool that we know they're getting out there I apologize. I've got the feeling that
0: The music of Color Candy combines sugary chords and Technicolor lyrics to give you a dose of indie slacker rock best served with an Austin vibe. Today we talk to Mary Palmer and Kevin Martin about the spirit of the band and feature acoustic performances of Cold Shapes and Passing Through Whatever.
2: Like I lost you
0: All right, so welcome again. Welcome back to 4-Track Series. Again, I'm your host, David Ventura Garcia, we have in the studio today with us Color Candy. Thanks for joining us. We have uh, both Mary Palmer and Kevin Martin, who sing and guitar. And and maybe maybe, why don't we start off there? Tell us who's in your band and how long you guys have been together.
3: Oh, um, it's it's myself and Mary, and then we have Robert uh, Wills, and then we have Jason Morris currently as a lineup, and then um, Mary Walker on keys. So Jason is our second guitarist. Our lead guitarist, so and Robert's a drummer. So.
0: Yeah, I saw you guys play at the Hole in the Wall, uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not too far long oh, ago, yeah. and I really enjoyed the performance. That was a lot of fun, yeah, and you guys definitely captured some in, uh, energy on stage that I liked. to to oh, It's always fun to be engaged, right? So. Oh uh, yeah, it's a good workout too,
1: right? Oh my gosh, yeah. It's always I'm always just like completely sweaty by like the <laughs> second or third song. <laughs>
0: yeah well, you know the thing is I, I I was reading a little bit of you know what's available. I know you guys are working on a new album out, but it's kind of the the, the description that you use is a indie slacker rock, right mm-hmm. which, which yeah. in Austin that's you know you, that's a good sound to have right you, <laughs> yeah. you'll find an audience there and you' and, and that was one thing I noticed at the Double doors that there were I could see there were fans in the audience and you're building a, you know a following and how's that feel to be to be doing that?
1: I mean, it's really exciting you know, it's like always very encouraging to get feedback from our friends who are pretty much all musicians. And so for a while, that's, you know, who we had coming to our shows. It's kind of scary too, because you're like, are they going to like it or hate it? But now we're getting people we don't know. And that's super exciting, because we also want these songs to have impact in people's lives that we don't even know about. So it's kind of cool that we know they're getting out there.
0: Yeah. And the genesis of the band, you guys were in several bands before this, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about that?
3: uh well yeah we and we've had several different kinds of lineups we have had several different guitarists i think robert mary and i have been the most consistent Mm -hmm. of the the act Uh, but really before uh before color candy was mary and i getting together and kind of writing songs that she had worked on and performed Mm -hmm. live um and uh getting together just starting some new stuff from there working with a couple of different drummers and um i mean mary mary's Band, listing Robert (laughs) they can go on Silver Ships
1: yeah well so like yeah when you and I started playing together there was Mary Palmer and the Antidotes and you joined for a second on bass and we were like nah let's do a whole new band but before that I've been in I've tallied it up I might be wrong here but I think it's 12 or 13 different bands and projects in Austin since I've lived here so I met Robert our drummer and Jason our guitarist when performing with the band Silver Ships a few years ago Um, and so actually yeah we kind of are all crossing paths a lot, which is very exciting.
0: Well, I like, I like it I like when you're coming up with the band, right? One of the first milestones is to come up with a, with a name. So yeah. without a doubt, Color Candy's catchy. So what's, what's the origin of Color Candy?
3: <laughs> oh, it was just we were sitting around, and I remember I was like, I wanted to find two words. We love um, alliteration. I had mean, beach ball. The new um, album's gonna be called Something Somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a thing we're gonna do purposely, but it just happens that we just love these, and the way it clicks. And uh, it actually wasn't Taken. That's probably the most important yeah, thing. That's yeah, that's yeah. what i surprised. I was Incredible. like, that's not Taken? Candy yeah. Color Taken. Yeah. You totally, color candy. Oh, color of candy,
0: take it. Mm-hmm. You know? I thought candy. it would be EDM, like color candy. You know, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. 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 But They're but really it also sweet. embraces that that indie pop, you know, slacker rock. I think that's a really oh, nice yeah. name that, that to to fall in line with yeah. everything else that we have around here. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I, really, you know, listening to you guys again, I I have that feeling. I mean, that there's at that once kind of a throwback to some some '90s early aughts kind of stuff, but mm. you're putting your own spin on it and you're making it, you know. A, you're owning that up and I, and I, the lyrics. I, I think one of the things I, I really, we're going to listen to one here in a little bit. We'll start out with, with cold shapes and, and acoustically it's going to be different version from what you might have on the album, Sure, yeah. but you still feel that indie sense. So like talk, talk about some of that. Where, where is that coming from? Because I, I guess, you know, where, what drew you to this particular sound? You know?
3: Oh, you know, uh, we do a lot of like, um, uh, messing with chords and Mary and I will sit down. Um, cold shapes is one of those where we both sat down together and it, it's usually, I start off with guitar, and it's usually, like, finding chords, finding a feeling. Um, Mary has just got a fantastic voice, so whenever <laughs> she's like, starts hitting melodies, you know, we don't have words at first, so a lot of it is, like, you know, just uh, like, gobbledygook. Word kind salad. Of, yeah, yeah, word salad. Word and, salad, that's good. And, uh, oh, this is making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm.
3: uh, uh, but uh, that, that one in particular is us sitting around uh, maybe in the moment, uh, just maybe some rain going on or something
0: going on, mm-hmm. and we we try to finish those in one but, swoop. But is know? there a discussion going on? Like, okay, well, what, like that the the idea that you're indie slacker rock. Like, what what kind uh, of band are we gonna be? Color yeah. candy was uh, it? Was that something that you guys approached, or uh, it just came together? So who like who was leading the project from the beginning? Oh, uh, Mary and I were both in it from the beginning, and uh, while we had like
3: uh different timing you know like she would be gone i would be uh, occupied and we'd come back and you know we have here's this song and this song mm-hmm. um this uh this kind of sound that we're going for is mostly a, it's mostly a pnw pacific northwest Elliott smithy kind of vibe you know i think we kind of we love a lot of that that's going yeah. on and uh, it's going on now uh, for sure but you kind of just go back and you listen to some pavement some early Ryla Kylie mm-hmm. I know Mary is important and and Elliot Smith for me as uh, a songwriter and just a musician, really respect so a lot of that we really try to write around that feeling that sound uh, it just mm-hmm. so happens you know Mary a lot of her older songs were um they' they're so bright, so happy and bright <laughs> yeah. and i love I love it because I've seen her so many times, and she just got great energy on stage, so to hear her be very sultry about it it's that's the
0: kind of that's shapes a lot of what we do sonically mm-hmm. that's good well it's definitely coming around and let's, let's go ahead and sample something we'll go ahead and play the song um, cold shapes right. and uh, let's roll on that
2: Shapes the breath As you're standing by the road A half seen. got the feeling that I don't belong. I apologize. I've got the feeling that something's wrong. I lost you Don't go Losing me I lost me Too Where is our I've got the feeling that something's wrong But you don't have it right You don't have it right You don't have it right. go losing me i lost me
0: Cold Shapes were back from that performance. I really enjoy the way the two of you interact with that, the harmony on that. It's a really nice song and the lyric, I mean, I mean it's universal, right? I've got I've got the feeling that I don't belong, that something's wrong, right? This mm-hmm. that's, that's such a universal feeling. So, you, the two of you wrote that together, right?
2: We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So tell me about that.
3: Oh yeah, you know, uh, it was just a really fun one. I we didn't have anything particular in mind when we were approaching it, but it seemed like a very stoic and cold song wasn't like the chords are there so we had a lot of the parts written but really didn't know what uh, the substance was going to be and uh just kind of we've been on a storytelling kick a little bit
1: yeah we have and a lot of times it's we'll even kind of pick a feeling and then be like how can we build a story around this like sensation or emotion Yeah, you talked
0: about earlier how some of these you're like, okay, maybe this could, let's write a a song for a soundtrack. And Mm -hmm. that was kind of a bonus one that we recorded at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I can, these are very cinematic. There's a good feel to them. Uh, Thank you. Let's let's talk a little bit, because you were saying performance. I saw the way you perform. You were in theater, too, or did you do? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I
1: grew up in doing musical theater, and then I was also uh, in choir and did, like, the Allstate Choir in high school and did a few years of private, like, opera and choral vocal training. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I've actually kind of had to, like, mess up my voice a little bit to, like, do other music.
0: And so to keep your voice conditioned, it sounds like you know you, you, you do your exercise, but you're not afraid to go out there and busk either, huh?
1: No, I love busking. Um, I used to do it a lot more often. I actually used to not like completely rely on, but get some of my income from busking actually much better than I've ever gotten from playing shows. It's kind of sad. Sometimes Um, you can't, right? Where where do you like to go? Oh, I love South Congress, Uh, specifically near that Amy's ice cream because kids are really great for busking. Like, they're not trained like adults to ignore you yet. Like, they kind of see magic in the world, so they're like, what? You know, it's really nice. But I like busking every once in a while because it's good for my soul. It um, makes me interact with people in a different way. It makes me interact with music in a different way. And it kind of reminds me that strangers aren't the scary... Um, things that I become afraid they are when I don't interact that much. You know, you kind of see some real magic.
0: That's true. That's very true. I, I remember being in Chicago and listening to some really good busking, and it, and it would make for a good morning or a commute or, or even change your attitude about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, how about you, man? I mean, does it, do you do uh, some, some busking, or are you keeping that, up with, with I, Mary? I
3: watch Mary busk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I tip her, too. She's great. Uh, uh, no, I, I mean, um, I, we, I don't do a lot of playing out. I'll do open mics. I have a spot I go to for open mics, and uh, I try to just test material out every now and then, but... Um, really, I'm not the kind of one-man, show, one-person show that Mary is. She's, she's like an entertainer.
0: But that's sure. good, too. I mean, that's what you want in a group, the, the idea to be open to collaboration, to be mm-hmm. open to someone yes. to take the lead at this yeah. point. It's, it's yes. hard to do. If you don't find that balance, that's, you can break up a band that way, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so.
3: Well, Mary makes enough busking to, you know, she supports the whole band. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: We're just rolling in a couple dollar, dollar bills. bills. <laughs> just kidding. And, you
0: know, quit. <laughs> well, let's that's just funny. talk a little bit about where you guys are. You guys are Texas natives, right? And I think we've talked before. You're from South Texas, Kevin, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and then you're from Amarillo. Yes. So let's just touch on that a little bit. So oh. let's start with Kevin. Oh, we we we
3: couldn't we maybe couldn't be more polar opposite to Texas than we yeah, are. Yeah, that's true, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, how long it is, I haven't tested it out, but... Uh, I'm from a town in uh, the Rio Grande Valley called Harlingen, Texas. Uh, it's where I just went to high school in um, Mercedes and um, grew up there, spent most uh, all of my childhood there. Uh, moved up to Austin about 12, no, 13, 14 years ago, somewhere around there. Um, but I love the Valley. It's, it's got a great music scene. It's really supportive. I, I know a lot of bands who are from up here that go down to the Valley and get really good reception. You know, A lot of them are the best reception they get the entire tour, whatever string of shows they're playing. It's just because they're devoted to a certain mm-hmm. uh, number of venues. There's only a couple down there. And the shows that come in, people are just so far away from well, other scenes and other musicians uh, in Texas that uh, they're very few and far between. So when you go down there, you get a great crowd. And uh, I know when I was playing down there, everybody was pretty devoted to coming out to weekly shows and make Saturday Trenton Point that kind of stuff. People from the valley would know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it was a very tight community. Uh, I, I imagine a lot like yeah Amarillo, Amarillo probably was. the same
0: kind of vibe anyway. Huh?
1: Yes and no. Um, Amarillo is on Route sixty six. It's kind of the place you have to go through to get anywhere else, but it's very isolated. So it's like growing up in a suburb without a city attached to it. <laughs> so there's not a lot going on, you know, things closed at about 10. Um, if you're like a teenager, you know, you can't go to the bars yet. There were a few venues, some more shady than others. Like there was like an underground club. It was literally underground, like in a basement that like I would play shows at sometimes and not even tell my parents about. <laughs> so it was kind of an underground scene um, in a lot Is of it ways. Really underground? It really was. Yeah. And you know, and it was like the sort of place where like the cops busted it like every few weekends because yeah. it's all like underage mm-hmm. kids. So, um, a local church there actually opened up a venue because they saw a need for there oh, okay. to be a place can... for like the kids to go play music, and so they'd have like hardcore bands and like a lot of really? metal and wow. stuff. And uh, you know the adults of Amarillo were a little perturbed by it, but really it gave like a, a safe place to make music. Um, when I started performing, I was 16. I was the only female that I know of in town at that time performing at mm-hmm. all, so I had kind of a built-in crowd because people were like, "Oh, look, that's weird. I haven't seen this before." Um, so, you know, it was pretty you were, good. You were singing metal at the time? No, I was not. No, no. <laughs> I was uh, writing songs on my guitar and singing and playing them. And, um, you know, it was uh, a good scene to grow up in as far as it being everyone having to band together in order to have any scene at all. Yeah. Um, and the other side of it, it was really hard because it was really hard to initiate action. There weren't that many venues to choose right. from. Did you just
3: say that? The scene
0: had to band together. Oh, yeah. I did. That was good. Unintended. Yes. Oh. Well, you know that's kind of like uh, Jeremy yeah. and I are big fans of, of Meow Wolf. In, in that sense, that when you mm-hmm. when you don't have something, you have to create a scene to to mm-hmm. fit what you like. You said the youth that you need, uh, that that vibrant, you know, uh, feeling of energy that. If you don't do something with it, it can turn into some bad energy, right? So right. that's what's good about it. You take the initiative to, to create something in Amarillo and in the, in the valley. Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 roll with another song. I'd like to share it with the audience. Uh, passing through, whatever, yes. right? Let's mm-hmm. yeah. let's go ahead and roll on that. We'll t- we'll talk about it. <laughs>
2: conversations and TV talk, getting high gives me some time. And the farther I go, the less I want to try again and again. In a sea of stars, as you wait for signs of life, is there nothing but the night? Soul shaping the skin, giving me in the cold comfort of everything. to begin. You'll never do anything, but that's all right, cause nobody's listening. Whatever
0: So we're back with Color Candy in the studio. I don't know if they're going to be passing through or whatever, but that's <laughs> that was the title of that song, and it really, I has, it has a nice, you know, it, I, I get it, I get the title, and I even like that. It sounds very current, right? I, I'm surprised you didn't like put some acronyms or whatever, you know, <laughs> W.E. <or> whatever. <laughs> whatever, yeah, p <It> p t Dubs. <laughs> p T Dubs. That's the next song. <laughs> but I, you know, Color Candy, like again, that that has a nice. Uh, feel to it in terms of the the progression the chord, let's talk about that structure a little bit because it sounds like you guys are are putting some some thought to the chorus and then even something called a a post-chorus, yeah?
1: Yeah Yeah. So when we start writing a song we'll pick out some chords and then pretty quickly we'll work on figuring out the structure before anything else Um, Kevin's just started mapping him out when he does that and on this song, we're like, wow, there's always a pre-chorus, but what if we had a post-chorus? We just love it. <laughs> so we keep using it. Like, this is the first song we really, like, consciously did that, but we've done it many times since. Yeah,
3: just sometimes by accident, we'll be like, it's hard for us to write choruses, I think, because we don't mm-hmm. like to just slip into that. We have an idea of what melody should be and, you know, like, what, should, what the lyrics should be as, as far as impact or whatever. But this one was particularly fun because it just kind of travels, you know, and you just just sits in places and then moves on, and just like passing through. It, it's just a fun one to, to play. It's, it, it's one of those where it's, it's, very, it's much more complicated as, as, a mu- as playing it because it's just con- constantly moving. You have to really get a feel for it over and over. I remember when we first wrote it, I don't know, it took forever <laughs> yeah. to get it right. The first yeah. time it was one of the more difficult
0: ones, but it's very fluid once you get a handle on it. Yeah, you do get that sense of, and with the chord progression. We were listening back, and of course, leave it to Jeremy to say, "Well, that's that's coming from the Beatles, you know, that's just the <laughs> true origin from the Beatles, because that's everything ties back." But you know, yeah. I, I, I guess I would agree. But you know, uh, yeah. I think what you guys are doing, I like that, is the cinematic. Because now let's talk about some of that. Like I said, I the cinematic aspect of it. I see it passing through. Like you said, it just travels. Mm. You you come from from film, too, theater uh-huh, and film, right? Yeah. Mary, you were doing some wardrobe stuff and mm-hmm. PA. What's that like? You like being oh, in that man. world?
1: I love being in that world. You know, it's uh, a lot of weirdos like me, you know, people who can <laughs> handle working a 16-hour day or love moving from one job to the next or, you know, very adventurous um, and people that are way more specialized and so good at what they do. So I love that world a lot. It also gives me some freedom to work on music in between jobs.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like yeah. the two of you have a lot of references that way because every we're talking about the uh, mm-hmm. in, in the breaks and stuff. We were talking about, dude, where's my car? And yeah. Dirt der- Herder and you know, <laughs> Die Harder. Dirt Herder. Dirt Herder.
2: But
0: it's fun, it's fun to, to get these, refer- these pop cultural references. That's what mm-hmm. indie slacker mm-hmm. rock is about. You got to know where, where this is coming from. Kevin, do you do you? You seem really involved in the music community and and. All the way around. I mean, tell me some of the things you're doing. Looks can be deceptive. <laughs> I attend a lot of shows. I
3: actually I, I, very much enjoy frequenting local shows, some of them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, you know, the kind of smaller ones that go on. I uh, I love some of the bands that are out now. I get to know a lot of people in the scene. Um, and uh, I, I'm more of a, I take it in. I, I'm not as active out in, you know... Uh, Kind of in the community uh, as a musician but i do enjoy uh so much musicians in town uh that i feel that that's my part right now just go watch them you know like see them you know it, it takes a lot for a musician to get out there and and do that and i like to be the one who's kind of like you know i don't post yeah stories. we talked
0: about to jamie about that and i mean you really have to make an effort to say okay i mean because there's times where you just Man, I really what am I going to do? I really you got to force yourself to go out there because the offering you know there's so many offerings but at the same time you feel overwhelmed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what am I going to Where am I going to go next? But yeah. South by is always great for that. I mean, you can hit mm. up all those bands, you know. It, it's, oh, always, yeah. it's just crazy time to, to be a part of Austin, but it's always mm. fun because it comes to you, right? Mm. And then you work events sometimes with South by, or I uh, saw you with the Black Fred event too. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I've worked um, in concert production as well. Uh, right now I'm taking a hiatus, but I've really enjoyed it a lot. Um, and it's, you know, for me, it's almost a little scarier than film because with film, it's like at the end of the day, this is pretend but with music at the end of the day this is like someone's heart and soul and their art you know so it kind of to me is um almost like more not pressure necessarily, but, like, it requires more care to me.
3: Mm-hmm. We had a really good time at
0: that Black Fretball, though. Yeah, that song was great. Was great. That was a yeah, lot of fun. It's so always fun. It. That's what I'm saying. That's the community to get to know more people. It makes the party even that much more fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. great let's, people. Let's talk about this album. And, uh, you know, I know you guys have a function to go to, so, you know, we oh, no, don't no, want to miss that. No. But no. tell it us about the release or what you guys plan to do with this album. What's it called? And, and actually... Uh, are both the songs going to be on the new album,
3: or? Uh, just the first one, the Cold first. Shapes, that passing through, we're developing with the band right now. It's kind of just Mary and I song, which we play around town uh, acoustic duet style, but um, that one's in development. And the other one that we recorded is also a very, very new song. We wrote that one last week, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Cold Shapes is going to be on it. It's going to be one of the acoustic ones. We... We uh, started off about this time last year, my birthday mm-hmm. last year. It was yeah. the first day we recorded drums. I went over to my drummer, Robert's house, and we set up. This whole process with this album has been a very DIY, hands-on. It's incredibly, uh, you just got to be there. There's no double takes. There's no trace over this, merging. We're, we're doing these in one takes, and we're doing it on a Korg D3200, a 32 track, uh, that
0: is...
1: Possessed. Possessed. <laughs> by the demons. Yeah, you gotta
0: use some kind of. It's with- missing parts. And- yeah,
1: it's missing some buttons. So Kevin's like the whisperer, though. Like he's like the exorcist of the demons of the recorder. Because he has like a special screwdriver he can like poke into the machine and find like where the button would be. And yeah. then sometimes tracks mysteriously disappear or reappear someone else. One time we actually got a track we, none of us remembered recording on there, yeah. just a mystery track. And then mm-hmm. Kevin was telling me it turns on at night sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like so it's Gremlins really been a process. Yeah. 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 So what's the title of the album coming out? It's
3: going to be uh, called uh, Something Somebody Recordings. We're calling it the Something Somebody Recordings because while we are really happy with the quality that we're getting out, this is not a studio album, but we think it sounds really great. We've got mm-hmm. a couple of songs on Spotify right now that kind of give an example of, you know how it's going to sound. We've been we've had a mastered. Uh, my friend Carter uh, Greaves, who works at um, over at Wire, mm-hmm. and he's just wonderful. He's a wonderful friend. Uh, and uh, they're just sounding. Oh, it's it, for however much trouble uh, we we went through, getting just simple things done in this thing. They're actually mm-hmm. sounding really decent. And you know I was really concerned about are we gonna be able to do vocals right? And our good friend Joseph was use a mic to get vocals mm-hmm. right. You know, and it's just all done in my dining room. Yeah. It's just yeah. all sitting around in the dining room right now. Mm-hmm. We started off with ten. We've narrowed it down to seven yeah. songs. And um, five of those are gonna have drums in it. And we're just really excited about the material, you know. That's the totally. best thing. Is getting and out
1: there. W- also what we're doing is you know, taking all the money we've saved from not going into a studio, and then yeah. pushing that toward the mastering process, so mm-hmm. we will Which is have the, help. And that's with where it that. pays
0: off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you know, I'm really glad you guys joined us today. I know you guys have been friends uh, on our on our Facebook and, and been listening in, and we're really happy to have you. It's a great I show. Really, really wish yeah. you all the best. But, but I would say that even listening to what you guys have done, you know, and that's what we hope to do is, change. Mike, identify this emerging talent. I mean, you guys have put in the, the work and the effort, but more importantly, you guys uh, have a sound that's that's unique to you guys. So I'm, I I Thank really see much. some good Thank things you. happening for you. I, you've been already playing at the Hard Luck Lounge and mm-hmm. Radio Coffee and Beer and, and uh, over at the Hole in the Wall. Well, we played mm-hmm. yeah, we've really played the gamut. Yeah, I mean, but, but those are know. those are those are hard places great. to get into. They're not they just don't say oh yeah anybody come you know you gotta yeah. there's you. a process and so that speaks mm-hmm. to your talent. And and I really wish you guys thank the best. You. And thank you so much. Maybe we'll have you back when the album's complete and talk yeah. about yeah. it or something. Yeah. Be keep awesome. it going. Yeah, thank but you very much. Great. That's yeah. great. Well, cool. Yeah. Thank so cool. Thanks, thanks, Jeremy, for helping us out today, too, yeah, man. Yeah, it's been so yeah. Cool. I guys You guys
3: are great. You two are like, doing some wonderful stuff. And I love, I love the podcast. It sounds
0: amazing. Well, yes. thanks, man. Yeah, we want to keep it going. So we'll just... Like in the community, we see each other around with, with Toast and, and it, yeah. just have some fun. Tonight's a blood moon, so, you know, maybe you know, make, make a sacrifice or something. Yeah,
1: definitely. We should all get together, make a sacrifice, you know, have some fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> do some of that board. Maybe you can, it, it blood, on the blood moon, like lift the, the mm. evil spirits. I,
1: <laughs> I would not recommend getting blood in your board. It takes forever to get it out. It's just a really it hard time. You might start behaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> might become like ours, yeah.
0: All right, y'all. Well, thanks again for joining us. Peace out.
1: You'll never do anything,
2: but that's all right, cause nobody.
0: Hold Shapes and Passing Through Whatever were written by Mary Palmer and Kevin Martin and recorded at Transient Mike Studio in Austin, Texas. Audio engineer and songs mixed by Jeremy Fowler. Special thanks to Jeremy Briones and Eric Panico. Transient Mike is a 501c3 nonprofit organization devoted to the preservation of music and sound. Help support our mission by going to transientmike.com. Org if you would like to be a sponsor, contact us at info at The Four Track series is a production of Transient Mike. I'm your host, David Ventura Garcia. Thank you for listening.